Hello and welcome to Skin, the anti-racist podcast. When George Floyd's murderer was finally convicted, I got to sit down with Chris Lee and Eli and talk about it. Here's our conversation. When you heard that he was found guilty, that Chauvin was found guilty, what struck you? For me, honestly, I, I wasn't surprised. This case shook the world. So it wasn't a matter of, oh, here's another one going to be acquitted. No. It wasn't like that at all. It was, I wasn't even following it too closely because I just had that deep, deep seated feeling that it would go this way. So it wasn't shocking. And why do you think that there were people who, despite it being, uh, you know, such a big case that it did have the impact that it had? Why do you think there were so many people who, who were surprised? Or do you think that it was just, not just, but an outpouring of, of joy? that it actually happened. I think for people who, I wouldn't say only Americans, but I know Americans, they experience things on a different level from how how Canadians experience race relations. I think they have been through so much that it's almost as if it was like a relief for them. Like it was, you know, finally, finally someone is being tried for something that is such a heinous crime a racist crime, a race-related issue is being dealt with in this manner where, you know, for so many years, so many cases, countless cases have gone unpunished, you know, so they're passionate about it. Do you think that it was a watershed moment in that this will happen, you know, whenever there is a, uh, a Black person killed by an officer now do you think that this changed the the usual narrative or it's a one-off no it may not be a one-off but it's definitely something that it's impactful because of the situation because of the people involved and how george floyd's murder changed the world but during that same week there was a young girl that was murdered and we still haven't heard look I'm not really following it up so closely, but I really don't know if his case is going to result in the same way. I don't think it's going to be the same. I think they really had to make a point with with Chauvin's case, George Floyd's murder, and I don't think it's going to happen again. It may not happen again. It might be just, like you said, it, it could be a one-off, you know, but yeah, no, I, I, I think people quickly forget and they go revert back to their old ways. And we've We've come so far ahead, but we're not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. So it's been a year since Floyd was murdered. And I was really happy to see that there were these different acts that were were taking place all over. There were people in Toronto who were gathering to touch up murals that they had done meeting outside of the police station the central police station just to to be together and i really hope that that becomes an annual thing that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that every year it is an opportunity to reflect on the progress and static elements in the in race relations and also as as a way to inspire and plan for the upcoming year. It's all good to celebrate once a year, but 
what happens during the year? You know, it's just like the whole thing when we talk about, you know, Black history or African history is not just one month. It's not just the month of February. It's every day. It's all year round, you know. So I hope that it wouldn't be just something that people reflect on annually, that they're making steps instead of reflecting once a year, that they're reflecting every day about how they can be better. How can they better themselves? How can they be more unified and, and equitable? You know, so that's what my hope. Yeah, I really hope that it doesn't become a day where people are like, let's wear a green t-shirt, <laughs> you yeah. know, with, yeah. with, with a picture of, of George Floyd on it. You know, I really hope that that doesn't happen. But I do hope that it becomes a, a day that people can gather around and so that every year without fail his name comes up that it comes up every year in a in a like a louder way a bigger way so that it it, it pushes it in your face again and the sort of the, the most powerful thing that that I've seen and that I've that I've done is just sitting for nine minutes and 29 seconds mm -hmm. just sitting mm -hmm. like fuck moment of silence right and just just to sit there and be like, holy shit, that was a long time. And think about all the things that I was able to think about in the course of nine minutes and 29 seconds. And this fucking guy couldn't think one thing, get my knee off of him. Yeah. It's uh, definitely um, to think about it, to reflect on it. I haven't done that nine minutes and how many seconds? 29. 29 seconds. I'm going to try that. I haven't done it, but I can only imagine how, I mean, I saw the recordings of him screaming, even calling out for his mother, his mother who was deceased. You know, I can only imagine how, how he was feeling during those nine minutes and 29 seconds. Definitely going to try that. Um, going back to your thought of, you know, them celebrating once a year and making it a big thing. I really do think that it's going to become the George, a George Floyd day. It might be a historical moment where they have to really think and implement this George Floyd day. They might, it may not be the anniversary of his death. It may be the anniversary of the, the verdict. But either way, I think there should be uh, definitely a day set aside, not just where people are gathering together and they're sending out emails to try to gather together where it's, it's a day that is placed on the calendar by the government. Could so Biden, Trudeau, mm. you know, if you jabronis are listening, <laughs> you heard it, you heard it here first. Ms. Eli says, thou shalt make George Floyd Day. Make it happen, guys. You know, uh, yeah, it's a huge political move, too, for whoever's in power right now. It is a huge political move. Right here in Toronto, I know that Corey, he, he, he does implement a lot of things. Sometimes we don't hear it on the news. It's not, maybe it's on the news, but it's, you know, in those little script writing that goes across the screen. He does implement a lot of very important days for, for the Black community. You know, so, and any community, he does implement a lot. So he as a mayor has done a lot and maybe he'll do something for Toronto. I mean, we, we were impacted, but. Well, I hope that it happens. There's a lot that can be done to commemorate, to celebrate the life of George Floyd, 
and to commit or recommit yourself to acts of anti-racism. Doing the 9 minute and 29 second exercise of silence, that gives you perspective. So give it a try and let us know on social media, on Facebook, Skin, the number four, Cast, and Anti-Racist Podcast, what you experienced and your thoughts. Be part of the conversation. Be part of Skin, the Anti-Racist Podcast. Thanks for listening.